Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into Airbnb with D with your host, me, Devana, the only podcast created by a millennial for millennials and whomever really to show you how to successfully exit corporate America and sustainably launch your own company and use that company to make a lot of money in the short-term rental industry. If you are new here, welcome. If you are not, I thank you so much for your continued support. And I'd like to remind you to rate this podcast on your favorite platform, whether that's Apple, Spotify, or any platform you use to tune in. Your ratings and reviews help me to reach more listeners and truly helps to spread the message of generational wealth, financial literacy, and the fact that you can really do this yourself to entrepreneurs everywhere. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode all about building your business confidence. Stay tuned as we dive right in. So today's episode, we're going to talk about building and increasing your business confidence as an entrepreneur. I already know that starting a business is such a hectic task in itself from getting the EIN, then getting your LLC. And with your EIN, guys, I want to remind you that once you submit that online, we know we go Monday through Friday, right? But once you submit that, it takes about four to five weeks before the IRS fully registers that company. Now, that doesn't stop you from doing anything else with the company. You still can apply for your LLC and you still can get a business bank account and things like that. But in terms of building the business credit, some of you may have asked, why am I not seeing results that I want to see right away? We'll talk about that in another episode, but I do just want to remind you, especially those of you that have become tax agents and are going through the e-file system online, you're wanting to use that EIN for your new business and you cannot yet. So after that four to five week wait period, guys, you will be able to continue to use that on the IRS website. That was just a little tidbit for those of you that are recently starting your company and wondering why you can't see it or do some things on irs.gov yet. Okay, so let's just jump back into business confidence. I do want to preface it with this. I believe that I became extremely confident in business when I spent years in corporate America as a customer service agent, as a receptionist, as an administrative assistant. You do learn to cater to people You learn to predict what they want in advance and you learn how to communicate with them effectively. So many of you have come to me without that start. Maybe you started in corporate America, but in a different way, or you started um, working in a warehouse or something, or maybe this is your first company. Confidence is something that grows in you. Now, people have it naturally and you do have confidence in some things naturally. I want you to think about something you're really, really confident in. You have that. Now, whether that was taught to you, maybe it was a sport you learned, maybe it was um, something you went to study in school, you have confidence in that now. But you see, if you hadn't worked that muscle out, if you hadn't invested in yourself in those areas, whether you were studying, paying for classes, going to school, or even listening to podcasts, things like that help to increase your business confidence. So it's important that you be kind to yourself in the areas that you have not yet, quote unquote, arrived. 
because you still have time to get there. I'm going to share with you today three major forgotten tools that will automatically increase your business confidence. Like there's no way that after you at least have these three things, you won't be confident in something. And these were it for me. There are are a lot of other things that can increase our business confidence. But one of the things that has really impacted me is a professional headshot. What so crazy is I had always been in corporate America and I've always taken pictures for work badges and IDs. And then I went on to take, you know, professional headshots for my role. But it wasn't until it really clicked. Oh, no, you should be handling business like that, even in the short term rental space, your Airbnb picture. It can be a picture of your logo or your professional headshot, your thumbtack profile, professional headshot, your Facebook profile, professional headshot, so that if you are finding places on Facebook Marketplace, when you reach out, your face, uh, your headshot, your profile, everything is updated to position you as a business owner and the business owner that you actually are. Professional headshots even help me with my content creation, guys. So I'm going to tell you about how easy it is to take these now. We're in 2023. Not 20, not 2012, okay? You can go up to the nearest white wall, whether that is in your own home or whether that is in your apartment complexes downstairs, and you can set your phone up on a tripod or prop it up, make sure it is facing the rear-facing camera so that you get the highest quality, and you can set a timer on and take these yourself today. One of my best professional headshots was taken in my apartment complex's lobby. And that is the original Airbnb with D podcast photo. And I still use that photo. It's where I have a tan shirt. You'll see me waving my hands. That was taken in the apartment complex with an iPhone 12, guys. The reason why I'm mentioning this to you is because so many of you are like me where we are perfectionists. And so the thought of a professional headshot on your phone, yeah, you know that you can take it because you're intelligent, but it just seems like it should be different. It just seems like the background should be different and you'll get there. You will get there, but you have to start somewhere. And if that somewhere is in front of a white background, then so be it. One of the things that helped me was making sure, ladies, if you have your hair done, if you're natural, make sure it's freshly done. If you wear wigs, make sure you put that wig on right before the photo, okay? If you don't wear makeup, typically groom yourself for this particular photo because you're not just trying to come off as someone, you're trying to come off as someone that's polished enough to handle people's property. That's a big deal, especially property owners. If you're going the single family route where people have uh, gotten their credit together saved up their down payment money, had their friends and family pitch in, have a housewarming, all of these things. Yeah, before they give it to you, they want to know that you're a professional. So a professional headshot is so underrated, but it is so necessary. Gentlemen, y'all already be coming, you know, pretty nicely. So just make sure you lined up and and nice when you take your professional, unprofessional headshot. Because you are a business professional. The moment you started your company, you became a professional. 
So these are still professional headshots, but that is something that will make a difference. I challenge and encourage you today to get your headshots taken. If you are in the Airbnb with D group, I will go ahead and do free editing on those headshots for you um, to make sure that they're crisp, clear, and however we need to have those done. So make sure if you are an Airbnb with D group member, that as soon as you take your picture, your photo, you go ahead and drop it in the group, letting me know you're ready, or you can DM me if you don't want anyone to see that picture right away. Um, and then I'll edit it for you, get it back to you, and then even give you a list of the platforms you should be on now with this new headshot. All right, and those of you that have not yet joined the group, the link to do so will be in this episode's description. All right, so let's move on to our second thing. For me, that has helped increase my business confidence, and even how I pursue property owners and apartment complexes is having a business phone number and email. Oh my gosh, y'all, I cannot describe to you how bossier you will feel just having those things. And for two reasons. One, it allows you to hide behind a persona. You're able to be whomever you need to be when you're typing those emails, writing those letters, right? You could be the um, manager of the company. You could be the operations manager. You could be the receptionist. You could be whomever when you are crafting these things if you have a professional email. But if you're using Joe Schmo at yahoo.com to actually conduct business, what's to stop those people from thinking that you're not a respectable business owner? What's to stop those people from thinking it's not a scam? Even if you're able to have a website and show your Airbnb profiles, those are great. But why not just go to Google Workspace and for a few extra dollars a month, get you a business email, right? If you believe in your company, why don't you have an at your domain name? And it doesn't have to be at your domain name. You can use whatever. When you're setting up um, these emails, while it is beneficial to use um, the company's domain, if you want to set up two emails, you can do that. You don't have to just approach property owners from the one from your company. You can even pitch them. Listen, if you create yourself a system and you pitch to them the way you need to pitch, and guys, chat GPT will help you pitch to property owners and apartment complexes, especially if you add please omit the word Airbnb or substitute Airbnb for short-term rentals, you'll be able to create a script that allows you to communicate with these people in a way that matches the intelligence that they have, but also makes you seem as a legitimate business owner because you are. Business emails and phone numbers are a tool that will instantly increase your credibility and professionalism. When you have a business phone number and a business email, it shows that you are serious about your business and that you are available to your clients. It also makes it easier for potential clients to contact you and to do business with you. One of the things that we have to remember is that we are people, we are humans, okay? So I'll give you an example for me on even how having a separate line for business helps with my mental health. You know how sometimes in life you could have a, a break or you want to just, you know, not isolate, but enjoy your solitude. I'm talking to those of us that actually enjoy our alone time, that actually like love ourselves and enjoy ourselves. Those of us that are at this point will tell the rest of you out 
It has taken us a long time to get here, okay? <laughs> and now that we're here, we're not letting anyone jeopardize that. So when people contact me on my normal emails, I'm thinking they're just speaking to me normally or it's just it, maybe someone just randomly got my contacts from a graphic or something. I'm not sure. But when those communications come through business, I'm able to filter those out and perform at my best performance. For example, you can get a call that comes through, look at your phone and say, who is this? And then when you answer, hello? Right, but when it comes through on my business line, I may not know the number, but I know it's some apartment, some something, because I didn't just give this out to anybody. Hell, I probably just got the number or just renewed it, right? So I know that when I answer this call, Hi, this is Devana. How can I help you today? Energy matters. First presentation matters. So that is the second thing that has helped me to increase my confidence across the board. I encourage and challenge you to get your business email and phone number today. If you are in the Airbnb with D Group, once you have completed this, if you have not already gotten this done, once you have completed this, there will be a special gift waiting at the end of your completion because this is so essential and it increases our credibility, especially as I'm a minority business owner. So I can speak as a minority business owner that does work with non-minority business owners on a daily basis. These are the things that you need to have to at least get taken seriously. And knowing that you'll be taken seriously before you're reaching out, it ultimately helps your business confidence. And this is going to be a series too, guys. I'm going to have a series of business confidence episodes specifically dedicated to my listeners that are growing in the confidence sector of running your own business. Maybe you were extremely confident as the manager of someone else's company, but if your company is taking a little work and that's okay, that's what we're here to work for, boo. Okay, so our last point, which is the most important point, I save the best for last. The third thing that has helped me to increase my business confidence is my prayer life. For me, prayer is included in my business plan I do not come from a family of successful entrepreneurs. I do not. You may be different than me, but for me, I've never seen the things that I'm doing be done. The things that I'm instructing hundreds of thousands of people to do with my podcast, I had to learn this by myself, implement it, make sure it works, and then come back and teach others. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, Sometimes your family won't even want to learn from you. It's not your job to come and save everybody. Those that God will assign to you, those that God will draw to you, will be the ones to help you get through any hurdle, any obstacle, or even any assignment that God gives you in life. Having a plan is important, but having a plan stamped by God is a patent. And that patent is created specifically for you and your generation to experience your gifts. When you include God in your business, you have a sense of peace and confidence knowing that he is in control. 
praying for guidance and direction can also give you clarity and focus when you need to achieve your business goals. Praying for discipline will give you clarity and focus as you are on set to achieving your business goals. So I wanted to really, really drill that one in because there have been times that I've gotten a yes where I should have gotten a no. There have been times that I've been sent properties that really should have gone to someone more qualified. Guys, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And once you are qualified, you then go do what you need to do gracefully because this is your assignment. And what God has for you, that means the material possessions, the worldly possessions, and the path of life that God has for you is for you. Some of us have found that path a little sooner than others, but those of us that have found it sooner, like myself, I encourage and I draw you to seek it for yourself. Pray for yourself. Fast for yourself. Worship for yourself. It does not have to be a production. It does not have to be for show. You don't have to tell other people. This is one thing that happened to me because God speaks to me every day, just like how I'm talking to you now. Right now, how I'm talking to you now, and you're not in my presence, but I know that I'm talking to you, that's how I feel when God is talking to me. So I had to learn how to stop telling people that God, that things that God was telling me, like God will give me a business idea. And I I would have the heart and the mind to accomplish it. And that would be the goal. But I would release that sensitive information, that profit strategy, that download that God gave me, I'd release that either prematurely or to the wrong person. And I don't know if you've ever heard this, but I want to tell you now, stop telling the devil your business. The enemy is not omnipresent. The devil does not know the plans that God has for you. The devil knows your patterns and and has no new strategies, no new tactics, no new tricks. They're the same. So those things that you battled with as a child, maybe it was even your confidence then, it's no wonder why you're battling with it now. But guys, you got to get out of that, right? Because what we refuse to do is to submit to negativity. I refuse to submit to confusion. If God says that he put me here to be this person, that's who I'm believing that I can be. Those business dreams that God placed in your heart, those assignments that God placed in your heart. You have to get on those things now. And another thing that you have to realize that is so important is that it is impossible for God to release the weight of his glory on a fractured foundation. So those areas in your life that you feel voided or even most chaotic at, I urge you to get those rectified before you expect God to infiltrate your mind with a bunch of new ideas. God is a God of order. So yes, there are things that are going to come to you, but it's going to come in order. Proverbs 16.3 tells us to commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Hospitality, shelter, providing people with places to live, making sure that our places are suitable for their convenience, their enjoyment, making sure our smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors are working so that we aren't having any 
casualties at the property. These are all things that you can submit to God. You can commit that work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Now, if I was starting a podcast or teaching all of you business owners how to um, start an OnlyFans career, maybe I wouldn't be able to use these verses as much, but that is not what we're doing. So if you don't have confidence in anything other than that, and I'm not saying anything is wrong with anything, I'm just letting you know. If you don't have the full business confidence that you want, at least have confidence in yourself and knowing that God has given you a dream. And while you may not know the outcome yet, you know for a fact, according to Proverbs 16 and 3, that if you commit your work to the Lord, that your plans will be established. That verse emphasizes the importance of involving God in all of our work and entrusting our plans to him. God will guide us. God will establish plans for our success. I'm here to let you know that. So I want to wrap this up in saying that the tools that I mentioned today are often not spoken about in eBooks, on podcasts or wherever, because sometimes they are truly forgotten. But it's important that we realize if we want to be confident in the business we conduct, we have to conduct business that we're confident in. That's all, okay? I thank you so much for listening in and tuning in to the Airbnb with D podcast today. I want to remind you again, when you include God in your business, you have a sense of peace and confidence knowing that he is in control. That is something that we can't have in ourselves all the time, but you can definitely have it. So I encourage you today and I challenge you, Airbnb with D group members, let's get those headshots in for your complimentary edits by me. Let's go ahead and get those business phone numbers and emails updated. Let's make sure yours are still active if you had one two years ago. And let's make sure that you pray today. Some of you, this may be your first reminder to pray today. And I am so grateful to be able to remind you because if you have heard this podcast, that means you're still here. You still have the ability to do the things that God has called you to do. And I challenge you to do those today.